Now that we've clearly defined who a matrix breaker is, we must identify who isn't. This is important because it will clarify the people who don't participate in the war for the future. These are the ones who tolerate the matrix, even if they are awakened to it. Most of them are considered still asleep, while some are actively promoting the matrix, but believing they are doing the right thing. I see this all the time when people believe certain things about the world. I can literally predict what they are going to say before they say it. These are people who are programmed by the matrix and by some standards are the matrix. If you recall the movie, The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, you'll remember how Agent Smith can possess or embody anyone he chooses. The Matrix exists because people tolerate it and are too afraid to resist it. Matrix breakers are never going to give up the fight for liberty and truth to be spread. That's what makes us different. Now, the point I was making there with Agent Smith is this idea that you can see Agent Smith, if you don't know the movies, well, I'm losing you probably, but Agent Smith is like the bad guy in the Matrix movies, and he can literally embody or possess any other human being that's in the Matrix. That's in, and in the movie, the Matrix is considered the whole Earth, like everybody that exists. And so what happens is that is reality in today's world. Like I said, I can literally predict what people are going to say about a certain topic before they even say it. And I know you know this because you know a lot about a specific topic and you almost know what people, what the mainstream knowledge is because you know it so in depth that you already know what people are going to say about it because that's what everybody else says or that's the most mainstream thing about it, right? I think of this when I think of the famous YouTuber Logan Paul. When I say the word Logan Paul, most people say that's the guy who was in Japan in that suicide forest and that's where he had this famous viral video where everyone saw that he was, you know, doing all this quote unquote messed up stuff with talking about, you know, the suicide the suicide forest in, in Japan. Now that might be random to you, but I know that some of you know who Logan Paul is. And if you know what I'm talking about, that is a perfect example of somebody who is just in the matrix. Like they just repeat whatever they're told. They repeat whatever makes the headline news. They just repeat whatever is mainstream in the NBA draft. They just sort of like know a little bit and they know enough to just get by. Now that's fine. I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But we have people like that who don't know anything about a lot of stuff, uh, but yet they're very, very opinionated. These are people who are programmed by the matrix. They believe what they believe spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally about their life because the matrix has programmed them to believe those things, whatever it is they believe. Now, my first point here is that people naturally conform to what is socially acceptable. This is just a part of who we are. We experience this when growing up, with our family especially. We make decisions subconsciously about who we are 
and how we operate on this planet before the age of five years old. Later, we develop friends who socially dictate the things we enjoy doing and the things we dislike, etc. Now, this is just totally normal. Um, and most people, I would say, are in the matrix, if you will, because of their, their friends around them are all plugged in to the same stuff. So obviously, if you're into the same music, um, that probably is because you, you're influenced by your friends. You know, if you, if you can pick the movies you like or um, the books you read or the shows you watch, it's probably because your friends watch the same show or that your family taught you about this particular book. Um, and so that just is totally normal. But the point is that that's all the matrix, right? If you never get independent of all people and truly make your form your own opinions, like what does that actually mean, form your own opinions? Well, most people just have opinions, but when you form an opinion, it means that you can defend your position. So if you believe something, you are able to defend that position. You're able to easily acknowledge the uh, information regarding your position, and you're able to um, have a nice debate with somebody about that particular issue. And I would say if it's something you're an expert in, I would hope that you could go uh, spar, if you will, mentally um, with somebody back and forth for hours if you think you know a, a subject very well. And that's the thing that most people are sort of jacks of all trades. They only know a little bit about everything. Uh, and now in this world on our phones, you know, just today I was on my phone and I'm just thinking like, man, I just... I just went through so much stuff on my phone and so much information. This is unbelievable. I had to actually put my phone down and I just stared at the ceiling in my room just to kind of embrace the stillness. Something that I've realized is that your own thinking, your own individual thinking is good enough. It's entertaining enough. You don't need to be plugged in all the time. All right. We are all in the matrix. I mean, it's everything around us, right? It's all the entertainment. It's the social media. It's whatever you follow. It's whatever you're into. It's not a bad thing necessarily, but when the matrix lies to you and manipulates your thinking patterns because you truly don't know how to think, because you literally don't put your phone down, you don't form your own opinions in your own head. You know, sometimes people think and act too fast. You know, when, a, when an, something is presented, people don't need to react right then and there. Subconsciously, people usually do react. That's totally normal. But what I'm saying is that you don't need to make decisions so quick. Uh, and that's how the matrix operates, right? So the second point I was going to say was um, that this, aspects, this aspect of conforming to society around us defines who we are, okay? Nobody wants to go against the status quo for fear of being socially ostracized from the society they seek approval from. This fear builds up inside of a person, which causes them to just follow right in with the status quo. The matrix understands this aspect, this aspect of human nature and preys on people to fit the standard they set forth. What do I mean by this? Now, you say, oh, I'm out of the element. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like not mainstream. Well, I would ask you, okay, well, what about your friends? And what about the people you surround yourself with? And what about your family? What about your boyfriend? What about your girlfriend? How do they operate? And based on how they operate or what they're into, you will equally be into. Therefore, you will be afraid to go against them. Now, I can just make an example of like San Antonio. That's where I'm from. 
and most people here are Spurs fans. Now, if you're at a if you're at a Spurs watch party and you uh, and the Spurs are facing against the Lakers and you happen to be a Lakers fan, well, I mean, you could be proud of being a Lakers fan. That's fine, but you're sort of afraid. You have this subconscious fear of being a Lakers fan in the midst of all these Spurs fans, right? That's totally normal. What I'm saying to you is that in a big, big way, with the shit that matters, people choose to side with the status quo because their fear of not being socially accepted is what is is what's causing them to not break out of the matrix. So they conform. So you can see how conforming to the matrix of something, especially I'm talking about things that matter. I, I know I mentioned sports, but I'm talking about the things that matter, the opinions that really truly make a difference in somebody's life. You tend to go with whatever the world likes, whatever the world is approved of. Okay. This is something that you need to avoid at all costs. It is a part of the matrix. It's the major element of the matrix is putting you into fear so that you, uh, to not step out, okay? So moving on to this third point, as people grow older beyond their teenage years and into adulthood, they've developed right into the matrix. There isn't a fire in their eyes or a sense of overwhelming enthusiasm since they don't stand out or pursue their own creativity. What's the first thing that happens when you decide to break out of the matrix? Your family and friends say things like, that's not possible, or that's not who you are, etc. So again, do you have fire in your eyes? Are you going against the status quo in anything in your life? I would say that most people listening to this are probably going against the status quo somewhere. The information that I will provide for you here on this podcast will be contrary to many of the societal ways of thinking, if you will. They will be contrary to the matrix. Or at the very least, I'll tell you why some things make sense and why other things don't. Or why... Something that is ma- ma- like mainstream is actually a good thing because there are mainstream things that are still good and positive. So I don't want you to think that everything is negative that's mainstream or you know is part of the matrix. There are things that are mainstream that are not the matrix. What the matrix is is something that's negatively impacting your life. It's this, this notion that you have to just agree with that culture or you have to agree with the tyranny that the matrix is instilling in you. And it's it's not even something that you um, you may not know a lot about. So we'll get into all kinds of things that you may not know a lot about. But we're going to go into them and then you're going to learn about them. And then you can basically form an opinion about them. Now, that's the idea here is I want to see fire in your eyes. But you know those people that I'm talking about. You know those people that you know, start a business or they do something out of the box and the second they step out of the box, their family and friends pull them right back in and you sit there and you wonder and you're saying, hey, this was a good thing for you or I just wish you would have pursued that for a longer amount of time. You never know what could have happened. How many people know somebody who started a, a you know a salon or a business of some sort or something like that and then a couple of years down the road, they just quit? Well, the answer is they probably were influenced by the matrix, right? They were probably told by the matrix that they're not good enough, that they, it's crazy, 
that they're, that's not possible, right? So that's the point that I'm making here. Now, the fourth point is uh, that the other aspect of this is people who discover the matrix for what it is, but remain afraid of breaking out. They justify their reasons for staying in the matrix if they ever get into conversations with a matrix breaker. Have you ever had people like this in your life? Now, what am I saying here? Well, let's just say there are definitely things right now uh, that are happening that people, they just go along to get along. Some people may disagree with what's going on in the matrix. They might acknowledge something in the matrix, right? Um, you know, for example, uh, let's just say fluoride in the water. Well, okay. Let's say like somebody's like, oh yeah, I've read about that. I've, I know all about that. Yeah, the fluoride's in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, okay. So, so do you have a water filter or anything like that? Like, cause I mean, I have a water filter, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I don't have a water filter. No, I, I don't. <laughs> right. And you're kind of like, okay. And they're like, well, I mean, I just, you know, cause fluoride's already there. I, I've been drinking it for years and I just figured like, whatever. And it's kind of like, okay, dude, like you clearly know that it's bad for you, but yet you still drink it or you didn't filter it or you don't find any solutions to that aspect of your life. Do, do you see the difference there? It's very key. It's, it's somebody who acknowledges some part of the matrix, but they really don't, they don't really care, right? It's kind of like the food you eat, right? Just like the water you drink. It's like, oh yeah, I know this is really bad for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got pesticides and it's, it's really terrible and it's actually making me overweight, but yet people do it anyway. And that's because I think subconsciously people enjoy being the victim. They actually like it. Uh, and it's really, really sad because who likes being a victim? You Consciously, you would say, oh, I would never be a victim. But actually, you probably are a victim in some place in your life. It's some part of your life that you're not willing to fix, that you're just settling on. And a lot of us are settling in different variations. And some things, there's different seasons for different people. Sometimes you're focused on your career. Sometimes you're focused on your health. Sometimes you're focused more on your relationship with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband. Sometimes, you know, you, you leave things alone, right? If you are focused on your relationship and, you know, you're really working hard on it, stresses you out sometimes, well, then you're getting unhealthy and you're becoming fat. Uh, so, or whatever. And the point is that you're losing that part of yourself. So it's important to try to have a balanced life. Now, the fifth point here is that um, you'll you'll really have people who feel like they are a part of the matrix. So this is like the third type of person, okay? Number one is the person who's literally unconscious. Like they literally believe everything mainstream media says. They just go along to get along. If they ever get a hint of truth, a hint of it, and it's a little like something they don't like, they, they almost like... Just they just clock out. They just start, no, I don't want to talk about it, and that, that's too much for me. Uh, I don't care about that, or they just want to go right back into watching The Bachelor or or Walking Dead, or they just want to just you know they just want to go back to like living in the Matrix, right? Okay. Uh, then you have people like that they feel like they're a part of the Matrix, okay, and want to help carry out their plan for humanity, uh, which is very real. Uh, I call this these people the useful idiots who believe there is something really waiting for them on the other side of the rainbow. The matrix banks 
heavily on these individuals as well. I want you to understand something. There's the people who are not acknowledging that they're in the matrix, but they're totally a part of it. Uh, they are totally just plugged in. Um, they're totally manipulated. They're totally distracted. Their ambitions in life are being channeled into dumb shit. Um, they're really just giving up their health. They're giving up their careers. They're settling at jobs they probably shouldn't. They're settling with a wife or a husband they probably shouldn't. They're settling in every aspect of their lives and they just, they almost don't even know there's a way out. Those are those types of people, okay? Then you have people who are kind of like, I know that this guy, he beats me and yeah, he's, he really, yeah, but you know, it's okay because I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not even that good looking. I wouldn't find anybody else. You know, they compromise. These are people who kind of acknowledge the matrix in their life, but they compromise. They sort of figured, hey, you know what? I'm already this far. I just figure, you know, whatever. I just, whatever. They don't really care. They, they know it. They acknowledge that there's a matrix in their life they're not breaking out of, but they just really, you know, they compromise. Yeah, no. Okay, and then there's this third type of person, okay? Let me be clear. These are the people who really believe they're a part of it. They really believe that they are like, they acknowledge the matrix. They're like, oh yeah, I get it now. Like the matrix is meant to, to hurt people and it's meant to manipulate people. It's meant to keep them poor. It's meant to keep them broke. It's meant to keep them broken. It's meant to keep them emotionally unstable. And so what happens is you get people who join the dark side, if you will. They really believe they're going to get something out of it. Very, very similar to Anakin Skywalker who became Darth Vader. All right, that's a Star Wars reference, but he really believed he could save Padme. He really believed that there was a way to use the dark force to revive her, to breathe life back into her. He was tricked into believing there was gold on the other side of the rainbow, basically. But in reality, you join the dark side and now you're guilty by association, right? You can never return to the light because, I mean, it's it's like a guilt trip. Like, how can you go back? Or, I mean... You know, in the Christian West Western uh, civilization, we believe in redemption. That's the beautiful part. That's the only really religion that believes in redemption um, is is really uh, Christianity. They say, well, once you're saved, you're saved, and we can redeem you from that. And so that's a really interesting aspect to how Western civilization is all about. Forgiveness, right? We want to forgive. So that's okay. But the point is that most people who join the dark side, they never go back. And let me give you an example. Think of Cypher from The Matrix. Now, I'm referring to the actual movie, The Matrix, okay? Uh, he wanted to be plugged back in and just get all the benefits that The Matrix had to offer. We all know he probably ended up getting killed anyway. So if you've seen The Matrix before, um, you know that guy with the mustache who played almost the Judas character in the first movie, and he sold Neo out, right? He was sitting with Agent Smith at the dinner, and he was you know, acknowledging, hey, I want to be plugged back into The Matrix, and I want you to give me a nice car and a nice house, and I want to be super rich. So what that means is he said he wanted to be a victim. He wanted to go back into victimhood and he wanted to enjoy the 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 the, uh, the reality that, hey, I just, you know what, I'm back into the matrix where things are la-la land, I'm watching Walking Dead, I'm hanging out with my friends, I don't really need to care about the world, I don't need to do anything about the world, I'm not a mover, I'm not a shaker, I just want to, you know, I don't want to live the hard life of of exposing evil and, and going after it in life and being ambitious, I just, I just want to chill, I just want to, I got my Netflix subscription and, you know, I got, I got a little bicycle and, 
you know, I got I got a video games and, and porn and, you know, I'm chill. I'm chill. I just want to plug back in. I just want to go back and, you know, and that's it. Um, but in specific, he, he didn't even want to help the Matrix, but but he did by by telling the Matrix what they needed to know about Morpheus. And so here's the thing. We have people that really, really don't just go along to get along. They really think they're a part of the evil. Like they want to commit to the evil. They're like, oh yeah, I'm in on this plan. Like I'm with it. You know, I understand that this is a depopulation and, and this is, you know, I'm going to get into all, I'm going to get into all this stuff about the matrix, but you will see that there are people, there are good and bad and it is happening all over the world. Um, there's breaking news today about basically World War III breaking out. And that's going to be a whole other podcast. Uh, but the point is that there are good and evil people in this world. And so people need to understand that. Now, this is the uh, sixth point here. Worst of all are the people who go through the upper echelons of society and join the people who design the matrix. They may even believe it was for or it was what was best for the world. It's a belief system more than anything. And the people who are designers of the matrix truly believe they know what's best for society. So this goes up to the uh, people who don't just sell out, uh, who are like, oh, you know, um, you know, I, I understand why this matrix is happening and I want to be a part of it. They're like the useful idiots. Like I'm saying, they are the useful idiots. They have no clue that historically speaking, they're the ones who are killed first. Okay. This is just real history. Um, anybody, you know, who helps with the revolution, if you will, they're the ones who are killed first. This is what happened in China. This is what happened in the Soviet union, the Bolshevik revolution. This is what happened in, um, Nazi Germany as well. Um, so just take that consideration. But now we have people who literally go through the Oxford universities, the Yale colleges, the, the Harvards, and I'm not just being blanket. Like those are actually universities that recruit people almost through like a fraternity aspect of things. They recruit people to join with the matrix. And what happens is people like Bill Gates and others who become very, very successful people, they start to go to these conferences and these meetings and these, you know, like Bilderberg meetings and these other things where they're invited and they're sort of joining in on the plan. And they really believe what they think is best for humanity. And they really believe, you know, hey, we need to like spray the air with chemicals so we can block the sun sun rays from coming in. I mean, this is terraforming. I've spoken about it in season one. Uh, they really believe that that's a good thing for the world. Um, some of them are actually in on the idea of we're, we're trying to depopulate. We're literally trying to kill different people. We got bioweapons that are being built right now. I mean, there's just a lot going on. Well, there are people who are recruited at an early age to join with the matrix. And these are the people who become the most powerful in society. Now look at the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case that just came out. This is a perfect example of a recruitment strategy that goes into a lot of these, um, the, the matrix, if you will, putting it simply. But the point is that how do you recruit somebody into a gang? Well, I mean, criminology is you basically get that gang member or the new gang member or the potential gang member to go and rob a liquor store and shoot the liquor store owner in the face and then do it on camera or whatever have you, or maybe do it undercover, let's say. So they do it undercover with a mask and they shoot the liquor store in the face and they walk out of the liquor store with the liquor and they go back to their gang member buddies and say, hey, listen, here's the liquor. I did it. I shot the guy. You know, the cops were called, everything, right? And so the gang members are like, cool, man. You are now initiated. Well, what is really going on in that initiation process? Well, 
the person's guilty. And the only people that know he's guilty by by admittance, right? He admitted to guilt, uh, is the gang members. The gang members know that this new gang member is guilty. And that is a part of trust, right? Because what happens when two years down the road, the, the new gang member is now like a veteran gang member, right? Two years into it. And he decides he doesn't really want to be in the gang anymore. He kind of wants to rat the gang out, right? He wants to tell on the gang. He wants to, you know, report them, right? Or whatever, or whatever. Maybe he wants to just walk away. Well, what does the gang decide to do? And it's like, maybe this guy's name is Bobby, for example. Well, they, the, the new guy, Bobby, they're like, hey, dude, Bobby's been here for two years. We can't find him anywhere. He's he's not reporting to his station or he's not showing up or whatever. We're about to pull the trigger. And now they're like, all right, we'll find Bobby and kill that kid. Or we're like, all right, no, we're, we're going to find Bobby or we're not going to find Bobby. If he rats us out, we're going to rat out Bobby, you see, because remember back two years ago when Bobby robbed that liquor store and shot the liquor store owner in the face? Yeah, the gang knows that. And the gang has that on record. So they can get Bobby and put him in mother freaking prison, right? Uh, and so that's the idea here with this initiation process. Well, let me just tell you straight the fuck up. Jeffrey Epstein is the classic gang initiator. Now, I'm not saying that he – well, he's a part of the gang, but he's a, he's a part of their system, right? And, uh, you know, cheating on your wife for a politician was a big deal about 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Well, nowadays, cheating on your wife ain't that big a deal. It ain't going to lose you a congressional race, okay? It's not going to put have you step down from the State Department, all right? The way that these people get put into power in the matrix in a big way is pedophilia. I mean, and, and that sounds nuts. Some of you are like, ah, oh, it's conspiracy theory. Well, no, I mean, just look at Jeffrey Epstein. The dude had the most prominent individuals in politics um, and some even in business visiting his island. And now we all know what was going on on that island, at least the little bit that we know, is it was sex trafficking of underage women. And what they would do is they would get a politician, prominent State Department head or some person in big business somewhere in corporations, and they would have them come out to the uh, Epstein Island um, through the Alita Express, as they would call the plane, the famous plane, and they would record these individuals sleeping and having sex with little nine-year-old boys, little 11-year-old girls. You think that's crazy, right? Yeah, no, it's not crazy. That's what's going on in this world. That's how the Matrix keeps a hold of everybody. Because uh, I bet you if any State Department or CIA or, or uh, anybody wants to step out of line and expose the government or expose the Matrix in itself, well, I mean, you know, Remember that nine-year-old kid that you had sex with five years ago when we had you join in on the power structure here in the Matrix? Oh yeah, we're gonna release that footage, or we're gonna we're gonna deactivate you uh, by by releasing this into the mainstream. Well, this kind of stuff has been happening for years. Um, now you're seeing a lot of different things happening now, uh, as of the last three years, because a lot of this stuff is being wrapped up. A lot of this stuff is being exposed. Uh, so there's just a lot going on there. We'll get into that another time. Now, 
the truth is individual freedom is the answer. One key difference between someone who is actively working for the matrix and a matrix breaker is we believe in humanity making the best decision for themselves individually. Giving the world access to true liberty and free thinking makes the strongest society and will inevitably make up the brightest future for the world. We will make mistakes, but we will learn from those mistakes because it's the only way we know how to move forward. It's all about believing in human destiny. What does that mean? It literally means that when you had the founders of the United States write up the Constitution, they believed in individual liberties. They believed that the individual runs their own life. And if you allow the individual make decisions, whether they be poor, bad, or whether they be great for themselves and for society, you have to give them the freedom to choose. And what happens is throughout time, what we see is that, yes, humans make mistakes. But overall, in the grand scheme of things, if you had like a ratio, if you will, in America, we've made more good decisions than bad. We've been more or less morally in line. Now, what does that mean? Well, we got rid of slavery, right? We had a whole civil war. I like how people continue to bash America for being evil. Like that is the biggest joke in the world. You see, because the founding fathers were ahead of their time. Their beliefs about the individual person and how the government should be run were way ahead of their time. They were they were so far ahead. They predicted that the the society of that day would conform to their ideals, would conform to their principles. And remember, our constitution is what inspired the freedom all across the world. So this idea of us trying to bash our form of government right now, well, dude, you got a better idea, bro? Oh yeah, you want you want to control everybody. You see, that's the difference here with communism and socialism. The fundamental difference is that communists or socialists, which are practically the same thing, they believe that there should be an overarching control of the individual because the individual is going to make bad decisions. You see, they believe that if only there was a communist sort of like a tyrant in control, everybody would be in line. Everybody would be peaceful. It would bring peace because if, if they're, because if they are limited in their freedoms, then, or, or if the, or if their freedom came with harsh punishment, then that would get them in line and we would have a peaceful world. We just need to make we just need to make sure that the people, you know, in control of this communist dictatorship are good people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good people. Yeah. See, that's what they believe. Their fundamental belief is that human beings will make mistakes and they will make, mis they will make mistakes more often than they will make um, good decisions for the world. So let me say that one more time in a better way. Communists people who are authoritarian, the matrix, let's just put it that way, the matrix has this fundamental belief that people will make 
bad decisions and therefore they being the ones who control everything they know what's best for human beings they know what's best for you they know what's best for your family and they will make the decision for you because you are an idiot that you have a low iq that you don't know what's best for you and your family now guys here's the key even if the authoritarian was the most peaceful, loving human being recorded in the history of the world, that doesn't mean they get to decide what's best for you in every aspect of your life. There's this aspect of control that limits failure. When you limit people's ability to fail, you actually are limiting their ability to succeed. Communists believe that if there was if failure was not an option, that everybody was just told how to live, told what to do, that the society would actually be a better place because there would only be the right decision available. Well, and you might even say, well, Dylan, doesn't that make the most sense? No, it doesn't because the quote-unquote right decision could also be the dumb decision, could also be not the right decision. Does that make any sense? See, if you give control to all these authoritarians to control your life, to control the way you think, well, then they make decisions for you. Well, they might be right on one aspect of life, but they might be completely wrong on another aspect of life. You understand? So when you give up your liberties, you're actually giving up your ability to fail. And if you're giving up your ability to fail, you're giving up your ability to learn. If you're giving up your ability to learn, then you're giving up your ability to succeed. If you're giving up your ability to succeed, well, then everybody's equal. Do you get it now? Everyone's equal. No one's more successful than the other person. Everyone has equal rights, but that's not really equal rights. That's equal tyranny. I've said this before on this podcast. So that's me in conclusion of telling you who isn't a matrix breaker, really, because we have a bunch of people out there who are obviously just going right along with the matrix. All we can do is really pray for these people and we could lead them to matrix breaking podcasts like this particular one, right? Now there's a bunch of people that you probably listen to on YouTube or podcast or you read books or whatever that are giving you knowledge that are giving you wisdom and i think that's beautiful so continue to do that what i will continue to tell you to do though is also promote other people's good stuff don't be afraid of saying hey i do listen to this person they have good advice or i do listen to this that share my podcast but also share other people's stuff that you really like and don't be afraid of what you know traditional people think or what people in the matrix will believe so that's the idea here, and I wanted to make that clear for everybody. And um, again, I'm really glad that you guys are joining in with me today. Just remember, I am completely self-funded, and I have my own um, online store. It's got wellness products. It's got skincare products. It's got a bunch of really good stuff. I talk about the coffee because it's still buy one, get one free uh, there on my website. So I'm going to put those links in the descriptions. Literally, wherever you're watching this, you could pretty much find those links to the online store. You can sign up through there, uh, become a preferred customer. It's $20 for the whole year, and you get access to all the wholesale prices. Uh, you could decide to pay retail price, but honestly, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you're going to love the products that are offered there. So you're going to want to buy it again. So why why not just get the wholesale price? So 
You can sign up. I'll give you the link to go become a customer. If those of you who are already customers, I'm telling you um, of the other products, I'm telling you to try the coffee. Any of the coffee is wonderful. Um, I do like the um, Extreme 62 coffee. You can find it there. I'll put a link. Um, it's really, really, really good. I have other products I highly, highly recommend. I've got the CBD products that I sell as well. So I'm just completely self-funded. So if you're listening to this and you listen to this far, I really, really appreciate you. Um, check out the online store. That's the only thing I could ask of you. Um, and other than that, continue to break the matrix in your life. Continue to share good information like this with the people around you, the people that you really care about. So um, thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Peace.